Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Hey, welcome back to Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry. This is KSL News Radio. Just a few minutes after 5 o'clock, it's expected that uh, at this very moment, the president is about to sign this two-point-some-odd-trillion-dollar coronavirus economic stimulus package. That means that in the upcoming weeks, the highest likelihoods is that you're going to see a check in your checking account or a check in your mailbox and that businesses all around us will be uh, experiencing uh, great upticks, hopefully, in their economic activity now uh, with good access to some capital made available by the government. Uh, at some point, though, we're going to have to pay the price for this, and we'll see uh, in the coming months and years how that all shakes out. For the short term, though, uh, it's looking like folks who are uh, having a tough time covering the mortgage and the rent and keeping food on the shelves and clothes on their back and a roof over their head are going to get a little bit of a reprieve, and I think uh, that's a very good thing. Uh, happy to report as well that uh, <laughs> Congress agrees they've passed it, the president's about to sign it. I'm going to, in just a moment, have a, a conversation with the wife of uh, Utah Congressman Ben McAdams. He's been in a hospital uh, bed now for a week battling the coronavirus. Before I get to that conversation, I want to extend an invitation to you. Later on in the program, we're going to be talking about guns, uh, specifically gun shops, and how they may or may not operate under a countywide or a statewide uh, mandate to stay at home. Uh, so far, it looks like under the mandate handed down by Summit County that the gun shops are able to stay open, uh, but that's not necessarily the, the case uh, if this stay-at-home order uh, would, to be, would be handed down by the state of Utah. So let me just ask you this. I want to invite you to call in and leave me a voicemail. Just share with me uh, some of your thoughts. I'll give you the number now, uh, then I'll ask the question. 801 575-7668. Again, the number is 801-575-7668. And I have two questions for you. Should gun shops be considered essential businesses and stay open in the midst of stay-at-home orders? Again, should gun shops be considered essential businesses and stay open in the midst of stay-at-home orders? And then uh, I'm very curious. I've seen some reports around the country of long lines forming outside of these gun shops. Let me ask you, have you done any of this stocking up on Amazon? ammunition or firearms? Call in, let me know. I'll play your voicemails later on in the program. The number is 801-575-7668. Lastly, 801-575-7668. Now, I'm, uh, I'm anxious to have this conversation. Uh, it's a difficult one, of course, because there's a family here in Utah that you know very well, the McAdams family, uh, that the wife and children of Representative Ben McAdams, they are at home right now while their husband and father uh, is in a hospital bed where he has been for a week now after uh, showing signs of this coronavirus being tested for and receiving uh, positive uh, results. He, after some shortness of breath, uh, and some difficulty breathing, was checked into a hospital where he has remained for a week receiving uh, intermittent uh, supplemental oxygen. His wife, Julie McAdams, joins me on the line now. Mrs. McAdams, uh, how are you holding up and how are you feeling? Uh, hi, Lee. Um, luckily, uh, thankfully, 
the kids and I have stayed healthy through all of this. Um, I've had a little bit of a sore throat, so I, I don't know if it's the virus or, or just something else, but um, we're, we're doing well here at home. What's the routine like for you now? Do you have, uh, you have regular contact with, uh, with your husband, and what's the, what's the message he sends to you? Um, yeah, we, we talk with Ben three or four times a day, sometimes more, sometimes short, and um, sometimes we have a little longer conversations. Um, he had a couple pretty bad days midweek where um, he just really didn't have the energy to have a conversation. So um, we you know, took turns talking to him and telling him how we're doing. Um, but yesterday was a, a better day. Um, and so it was nice to hear his spirits a little bit up and a little bit more energy. Um, unfortunately, his fever came back in the evening, so they're going to continue to keep him. Um, we're anxious for him to come home, but of course, grateful for the care he's getting at the hospital. And, you know, should something take a turn for a worse, for, for the worse, he's, where he needs to be. So, and here at home, you know, I think we're doing what most Let families are this. doing. Um, too much TV, too much video, but also some pretty fun times playing together, card games, board games, games in our yard. Let me ask you this. You say too much TV. What are you watching? <laughs> oh, you know, the kids are um, doing some office, some parks and rec, also finding some new TV shows. <laughs> I, I don't know. Nothing out of the ordinary. The office, the office is great. That's a great way to pass this time. Uh, let me ask you this. I have always been curious about the experience of, of the spouse of a member of Congress. There is so much travel and so uh, many demands on the time uh, spent uh, here and there on the member of Congress, and the family uh, has to live a very unique lifestyle. Talk to us just for a moment uh, about what it's like being the, the spouse of a congressman. Um, you know, I mean, that's a great question. I wish my kids were on the phone to, to give you their perspective. But, um, you know, he's, he's very busy, and we miss him when he's away, which is, you know, most every week. But he comes home on weekends. So we try and make the most of our family time, um, you know, Saturdays and Sundays with, um, you know, the church on Sunday and as much time as we can get, you know, there on the weekend. Um, but we support what he's doing and feel that it's important and are able to talk most, most every night and kind of catch up on each other's days. So it's a good thing. That's one thing I admire about your husband and uh, some of the other members of Congress representing uh, portions of Utah, and it is that they do, uh, for the most part, travel home each weekend. And I, I, I just presumed when I went out there as a congressional staffer a number of years ago that that was the case for most members, but it turns out it's not. Uh, many members will uh, last sometimes weeks and months on end without uh, returning to their home district. Uh, but here in Utah, where you know the predominant attitude is that families are important, time together is important, faith is important, uh, the members make the, the great sacrifice, I feel, uh, getting on an airplane, flying uh, you know, hundreds and hundreds of miles, hours on end, uh, back and forth each weekend. So to hear that, uh, that your husband does the same, it, uh, it warms my heart, and I, again, admire him for it. Yeah, thank you. It's important. He tries to catch the kids at their baseball games or whatnot on Saturdays when he's here. Um, but it's also, you know, an important time to connect with constituents and um 
so he he usually part of his weekends devoted to um, meeting with uh, people in the district too. But that's something that is important, and we support that too. We just have a moment left. I want to ask you one final question, and it is, uh, what advice would you give to uh, other families who have a a member uh, in the hospital right now? There are a number of folks who uh, are afraid or they are experiencing the same thing uh, you are. We heard from state epidemiologist Angela Dunn this morning telling us that 10% of those here in the state of Utah that are testing positive for the coronavirus are requiring hospitalization. To the family members of that 10%, what advice do you give them? Yeah, gosh, you know, we're all experiencing the same thing then. It's, it's tough. You know, we can't talk to the person in, or, or can't visit the person in the hospital, and probably them, like me, are quarantined to our house. So thankfully we all... Um, I think have access to technology that makes it so we can talk on the phone, maybe some FaceTime. Um, and I think that's really important. I think it's lonely to be in the hospital um, and and feel isolated there. Um, so I think that daily contact with as many family members as, as, as possible is important. Um, but they're also really tired there. So, you know, there have been times where we've called Ben to check in and he just you know, doesn't fill up to talking. Um, we hope some of those days are behind him, and I hope for the other people struggling with similar situations that our loved ones get better quickly and can get back home to us. Julie McAdams, wife of Utah Congressman Ben McAdams, I'm grateful to you for your time. I'm grateful to you uh, for the strong attitude you you have as your husband goes through this and you go through this as a family. Uh, thoughts and prayers, of course, are with you. I wish you the very best uh, and, of course, wish the very best to your husband, uh, Congressman McAdams. Thanks for your time today. Thanks, Lee. Appreciate it. All righty. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to be talking about guns. Let me reiterate the question I posed to you at the beginning of this segment. I want you to call in and let me know what you think about the following question. Should gun shops be considered essential businesses and stay open? And have you gone out and stocked up on ammunition or firearms? The number to call is 801-575-7668. Again, 801-575-7668. Call in now. Leave me a note. I'll share those voicemails with you next on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio.